0: Hello friends, I am Pradeep Acharya. Today I will discuss Complexometric Reactions and Titrations. This topic has been taken from chapter number 9 of the book Anitial Chemistry written by G.D. Christian and others. Learning objectives of this chapter is formation constant, EDTA equilibria, indicators for EDTA titration and alpha m and beta values. Many metal ions form slightly dissociated complex with various ligands that means complexing agents. The ideal chemist makes judicious use of complexes to max undesired reactions. The formation of complex can also serve as the basis of accurate and convenient titrations for metal ions in which the titrant is a complexing agent. Complexometric titrations are useful for determining a large number of metals. Selectivity can be achieved by appropriate use of maxing agents, that means addition of other complexing agents that react with interfering metal ions, but not with the metals of interest. And by pH control, since most complexing agents are weak acids or weak bases whose equilibria are influenced by the pH. In this chapter, we discuss metal ions, their equilibria, and the influence of pH on these equilibria. We describe tritations of metal ions with the very useful complexing agents EDTA, the factors that affect them, and indicators. For the titrations. The irradiate titration of calcium plus magnesium is commonly used to determine water hardness. In the food industry, calcium is determined in cornflakes. In the plating industry, nickel is determined in plating solutions by complexometric also it is called the chilometric titration and in the metals industry in etching solutions in the pharmaceutical industry aluminum hydroxide in liquid antacid is determined by similar titration nearly all metals can be accurately determined by complexometric titrations complexometric titrations are useful for gravimetry Spectrophotometry and fluorometry and for maxing interfering ions. Now I'll discuss about the complex and its formation constant. That means how stable are complex complex play important roles in many chemical and biochemical processes. For example, the hem molecules in blood holds iron tightly because the nitrogen atoms of the hem form strong ligating or complexing bonds. In general, the nitrogen atom derived from an amino group is a good donor atom or complexer. The iron as iron 2 forms, plus 2 forms in turn, bonds readily with oxygen to transport oxygen gas from the lungs to elsewhere in the body and then easily release it because oxygen is a poor donor atom or complexer. Carbon dioxide kills because it is a strong complexer and displaces oxygen. Carbon monoxide binds to HEM 200 times more strongly than does oxygen and forming carboxyhemoglobin many cations will form complex in solution with a variety of substances that have a pair of unshared electrons as for example the nitrogen oxygen sulfur atoms in a molecule And these are capable of satisfying the coordination number of the metal cation. Here one thing we have to remember that the metal cation is a Lewis acid that means electron pair acceptor and the complexor is a Lewis base that means electron pair donor. So, the number of molecules of the complexing agent called the ligand and it will depend on the coordination number of the metal cation and on the number of complexing groups on the ligand molecule. Ammonia is a simple complexing agent with a one pair of unshared electrons that will complex copper ion that means the Cu2 plus ion reacts with four molecules of NH3. It will form CuNH three whole four to the power two plus complex ion. So here the copper ion acts as a Lewis acid and the ammonia is a Lewis base. And the, this cuprous ion that means Cu two plus in hydrated forms is pale blue in solution, while the ammonia, that means amine complex. Is deep blue. A similar reaction occurs with the green hydrated nickel ion to form a deep blue amine complex. Ammonia will also complex with silver ion to form a colorless complex. Two ammonia molecules complex with each silver ion in a stepwise fashion and we can write an equilibrium constant for each step called the formation constant which is denoted by Kf capital K subscript small f. So, for the first step of this reaction that means Ag plus plus NH3 when it will form complex Ag NH3 within bracket to the power single plus charge then Kf1 is equal to the concentration of Ag NH3 plus divided by the multiplication of the concentration of Ag plus and NH3. In the second step, the Ag NH3 with plus single charge, it react again with the NH3 to form the Ag NH3 or twice to the power single positive charge. And in this case, the Kf2 that means the formation constant in this step 2 it is equal to the concentration of Ag NH3 whole twice to the plus whole divided by the multiple of the concentrations of Ag NH3 plus and NH3. And its value is 1.0 multiplied by 10 to the 4. So the overall reaction is the sum of these two steps and there the final equation is Ag plus plus 2 N is 3 will form Ag. N is 3 will twice to the power plus and in this case the formation constant overall formation constant Kf is equal to Kf1 multiplied by Kf2 and ultimate the final value is 2.5 multiplied by 10 to the power 7. For the formation of a simple one-to-one ratio complex, for example, M plus L is equal to ML, then the formation constant in simply KF is equal to the concentration of ML divided by the multiplication of the concentration of M and L and the formation constant is also called the stability constant denoted by the Ks capital K subscript small s or stability constant can be denoted by the K step capital K subscript small with small letter STAB. We could write the equilibria in the opposite direction as this decision. if we do this the concentration terms are inverted in the equilibrium constant expressions. The equilibrium constants then are simply the reciprocals of the formation constant and they are called instability constants denoted by the Ki capital K subscript small i or dissociation constants Kd capital K subscript small d. Here one thing we have to remember that Kf is equal to ks again it it is equal to 1 by ki or 1 by kd so if we consider the same reaction ag nh3 twice to the plus when it dissociate to form the ag plus plus 2 nh3 in this case the dissociation constant kd is equal to 1 by kf and it is equal to the multiplication of the concentration of A G and the square of the concentration of n is 3 whole divided by the concentration of ag n is 3 whole twice to the power plus and the final value will be 4.0 multiplied by 10 to the power minus 8. You can use either constant in calculation as long as you use it with the proper reaction and the correct expression. You will note that the dissociation of an acid HA will dissociate to form H plus plus A minus is in fact very similar to the dissociation of a metal ligand complex ML will form after dissociation M plus L. However, the convention is to write the first as the dissociation reaction and the second as an association reaction. now chelates edta the ultimate titrating agent for metals simple complexing agents such as ammonia is rarely used as titrating agents because a sharp end point corresponding to a stoichiometric complex is generally difficult to achieve This is because the stepwise formation constants are frequently close together and are not very large and a single stoichiometric complex cannot be observed. Certain complexing agents that have two or more complexing groups on the molecule however do form well defined complex and can be used as titrating agents. schauer Jen Bench, one scientist demonstrated that a remarkable increase in stability is achieved if a bidentate ligand, that means one with the two complexing groups is used. For example, he showed replacing ammonia with the bidentate ethylenediamine whose formula is NH2, CH2, CH2, NH2. Here you can see the two nitrogen is there. That means uh, two complexing groups is there. That means NH2 groups, two NH2 groups are there. In short, it is written that small En. And it results in a highly stable Cu En twice whole to the 2 plus complex. The most generally useful titling agents are amino carboxylic acids in which the amino nitrogen and carboxylate groups serve as ligands. The amino nitrogen are more basic and are protonated that means NH3 plus more strongly than the carboxylate groups when these groups bind to metal atoms they lose their protons the metal complex formed with these multi-dented complexing agents are often one-to-one ratio regardless of the charge on the metal ion because there are sufficient complexing groups on one molecule to satisfy all the coordination sites of the metal ion and Organic agent that has two or more groups capable of complexing with a metal ion is called a chelating agent. The complex formed is called a chelate. The chelating agent is called the ligand. Titration with a chelating agent is called a chelometric titration. Perhaps the most important and practical type of complexing titrations. The most widely used Chelating agent in titration is ethylene diamine tetraacetic acid, which in short called EDTA, capital E, capital D, capital T, capital A. So in this case, each of the two nitrogens and each of the four carboxyl groups contain a pair of unshared electrons capable of complexing with a metal ion. Thus EDTA contains six complexing groups We will represent EDTA by the symbol H4Y it is a tetraprotic acid and the hydrogens in H4Y refer to the four ionizable hydrogens belonging to the four carboxylic acid groups at sufficiently low pH the nitrogens can also be protonated and this diprotonated EDTA can be considered a hexaprotic acid however this occur at a very low pH and EDTA is almost never used under such conditions it is the unprotonated ligands that means Y4 OI4- minus that forms complex with metal ions that is the protons are displaced by the metal ion upon complexation. Now, I will discuss the Chillon effect The more complexing groups, the better the effect. Multidentate chelating agents form stronger complexes with metal ions than do similar bidentate or monodentate ligands. This is the result of thermodynamic effects in complex formation. Chemical reactions are driving by decreasing enthalpy that means liberation of heat negative delta H and by increasing entropy that means increasing disorder positive delta S we know a equation from chapter number 6 that when the free energy change Delta G is negative and delta G then is equal to delta H minus T delta S. The enthalpy change for ligands with similar groups is often similar. For example, 4 ammonia molecules complex to cuprous ion Cu2 plus and 4 amino groups from two diamine molecules complex to cuprous ion Cu2+, and it will result in about the same release of heat. However, more order, disorder or entropy is created by the dissociation of the Cu NH3 whole 4 to the power 2+ complex in which five species are formed then in the dissociation of the Cu first bracket h2 n ch2 ch2 n h2 first bracket close subscript 2 and its this complex charge is 2 plus and in this the three pieces are formed hence Delta S is greater for the former dissociation, creating a more negative Delta H and a greater tendency for dissociation. Thus, multidentate complexes are more stable, that means have larger K values, largely because of the entropy effect. This is known as the Chilon effect or chelate effect. It is pronounced for chelating agents such as EDTA, which have sufficient ligand atoms to occupy up to 6 coordination sites on metal ions. Now I will discuss about detection of the end point that means using the indicators they are also jilting agents. We can measure the PM small p capital M that means negative logarithm of the concentration of metal ion so we can measure the PM potentiometrically if a suitable electrode is available. For example, an ion selective electrode which will be discussed in details in the chapter number 13. But it is simpler if an indicator can be used. Indicators used for complexometric titrations are themselves chelating agents they are usually dyes of the O, O dash that means ortho ortho dihydroxy azotide the ileochrome black T here T means capital T this is an indicator ileochrome black T is a typical indicator it contains Three ionizable protons so we will represent it by H3In. This indicator can be used for the titration of Mg2 with EDTA. A small amount of indicator is added to the sample solution and it forms a red complex with part of the Mg2 plus ions the color of the uncomplexed indicator is blue. As soon as all the free Mg2 is titrated, the EDTA displays the indicator from the magnesium causing a change in the color from red to blue. So, you can take one example reaction. Mgin minus that means indicator with magnesium ion, its color is red. When it reacts with H2Y2-, that means EDTA, is the colorless. And then the at the end point, it will form MgY2-, which is colorless. Plus HIN2 minus, which is blue, and plus H plus. This will occur over a range of PMG values. PMG means negative logarithm of the concentration of magnesium. And the change will be sharper if the indicator is kept as dilute as possible, but is still sufficient to give a good color change. Of course, the metal indicator complex must be less stable than the metal EDTA complex, or else the EDTA will not displace it from the metal. On the other hand, it must not be too weak or the EDTA will start replacing it at the beginning of the titration and the diffuse endpoint will result. In general, the kF for the metal indicator complex kF is the formation constant. So this kF, for the metal indicator complex should be 10 to 100 times less than that of the metal titrant complex. The formation constant of the EDTA complex of calcium and magnesium are too close to differentiate between them in an EDTA titration even by adjusting pH. So, they will titrate together and the idiochrome black tea end point can be used this titration is used to determine total hardness of water that means calcium ion plus magnesium ion Idiochrome black tea cannot be used to indicate the end point of a direct titration of calcium in the absence of magnesium you have to remember that when the only calcium, calcium if you want to titrate with EDTA that time eryochrome black T will not be used as indicator because from the previous equation we have seen that indicator in the in red color when it is with the magnesium ion and the indicator forms too weak a complex with calcium to give a sharp endpoint. Therefore, a small measured amount of Mg2+ is added to the Ca2+ solution. As soon as the Ca2+ and a small amount of free Mg2+ is titrated, the endpoint color change occurs from red to blue. Here, one point is that the calcium ion titrates first since EDTA chelates is more stable, and after that, that magnesium ion will be titrated with EDTA, and then that's why the color will be changed from red to blue and after the titration a correction is made for the amount of EDTA used for titration of the Mg2 plus by performing a blank titration on the same amount of Mg2 plus added to the buffer. It is more convenient to add instead about 2 ml of 0.005 molar Mg EDTA rather than MgCl2 this is prepared by adding together equal volumes of 0.01 molar MgCl2 and 0.01 molar EDTA solutions and adjusting the ratio with dropwise additions until a portion of the reagent turns a dull violet when treated with pH 10 buffer and Iriochrome black tea indicator. When this occurs, a drop of 0.01 molar EDTA will turn the solution blue, and one drop of 0.01 molar MgCl2 will turn it red. If we add the Mg EDTA, to the sample, the C A2 in the sample displays the EDTA from the magnesium 2 plus ions so that the magnesium 2 plus ion is free to react with the indicator. At the end point, an equivalent amount of EDTA displays the indicator from the magnesium to plus ion, causing the color change, and no correction is required for the added MG EDTA. There are a number of other useful reagents for complement addition. A notable example is ethylene glycol bis beta aminoethyl ether, N N dash, N dash, that means N prime, N prime tetraacetic acid, which in short we can call the EGTA. All are in capital letters. This is an ether analog of EDTA that will selectively titrate calcium in the presence of magnesium. Complexing agents having ether linkage have a strong tendency to complex the alkaline arts heavier than magnesium. Log Kf value for calcium EGTA is 11.0 while that for magnesium EGTA complex is only 5.2. For other chelating agents and their applications, it, is, it will be found in a reference in this book. With the exception of alkali metals, nearly every metal can be determined with high precision and accuracy by complexometric titration. These methods are much more rapid and convenient than gravimetric procedures and are therefore preferred except in those few instances when greater accuracy is required. In more recent years, however, all of these metal determination methods are giving way to atomic and mass spectrometric measurements. Complexometric digestions in the clinical laboratory are limited to those substances that occur in fairly high concentrations since volumetric methods are generally not too sensitive the method that complex titration this is the most important in this case that means the for the complex titration is the determination of calcium in blood that means if we have to uh, if we want to measure the calcium in bloods then this complexometric titration is used chelating agents such as EDTA are used in the treatment of heavy metal poisoning for example when children ingest chipped paint that contains lead the calcium chelates which which is a reaction whose um, formula Na2CaY uh, it is administered to prevent complexion and use of calcium EDTA complex rather than sodium EDTA complex and it prevents leaching of calcium in the bones. Heavy metals such as lead form more stable EDTA chelates than calcium does and will displace the calcium from the EDTA. The chelate lead is then excreted by the kidneys. Now I'll discuss about other use of complex. chemists can use the formation of complex to advantage in ways other than in titration. For example, metal ion chelates may be formed and extracted into a water-immiscible solvent for separation by solvent extraction. Complex of metal ions with the chelating agents, dithiozone, for example, are useful for extractions. The chelates are often highly colored. Their formation can then serve as the basis for spectrophotometric or atomic spectroscopic determination of metal ions. Complex that fluoresce may also be formed. Metal chelates may sometimes precipitate the nickel dimethyl glyceme. Precipitate is an example used in gravimetric analysis. Complexation equilibrium may influence chromatographic separation and we have mentioned the use of complexing agents as muxing agents to prevent interfering reactions. For example, in the solvent extraction of vanadium with the chelating agent oxine. Oxine means 8 quinolinol Then the extraction of copper is avoided by chelating it with EDTA thus preventing the formation of its oxine chelates Many metal chelates are intensely colored It is common practice today to separate metal ions by chromatography and then introduce a Chromogenic, chromogenic means color forming, so a chromogenic chelating ligand that reacts with the different metals non-selectively, then the product is spectrophotometrically detected. The lack of selectivity in this case is a virtue. As the same chelating agent can be used to detect a variety of metals that have already been separated, all of these complexing reactions are pH dependent, and pH adjustment and control with buffers are always necessary to optimize the desired reaction or to minimize undesired reactions. I'll discuss about the cumulative formation constant beta and concentration of specific pieces in stepwise formed complexes. While EDTA reacts with metals on a one-to-one ratio basis many ligands especially those that have a more limited number of binding sites will react with a metal ion in a stepwise fashion. One ligand being added at a time. Ammonia complex with the nickel ion Ni2 plus, for example, in six step forming ultimately Ni NH3 whole six to the power 2 plus charge. The stepwise formation constant for a metal reactant with a ligand L by capital L, it can be written as M plus L will form complex ML when the Kf1 is the division of the concentration of ML divided by the multiplication of both M and L that means Kf1 is equal to third bracket ML divided by within third bracket M dot within third bracket L. So next step ML plus L will form the complex ML2 in this case KF2 is equal to within third bracket ML2 whole divided by within third bracket ML dot within third bracket L and so on because it has the sixth step. So in the final step it will be M L N minus 1 plus L will form M L N and in this case the formation constant K F N is equal to within third bracket M L N MLN means ml subscript small n so within third bracket ml n whole divided by within third bracket ml n minus 1 and multiplied by within third bracket l. So, if you compare with a polyprotic acid HNA. and A, we will notice that the H is analogous to L and likewise M to A. But we are not only writing these equilibria as associations rather than dissociations. We also have the order of the stepwise equilibria reversed for the dissociation of the acid we would write as the first step the dissociation of h n a to h n minus 1 a minus that means singly negative charged and h plus and designate that dissociation constant as k a1 so 1 by k f n corresponding to k a1 and similarly 1 by k f n minus 1 is corresponding to k a2 and so on until the 1 by k f1 which corresponds to k a n plus in dealing with association equilibria, the cumulative constants designated as beta are also often used the cumulative constant for formation of mln is designated beta n beta subscript small n and it is simply the product of the kf values until that point thus beta n is equal to kf1 multiplied by kf2 multiplied by kf3 and so on up to Kfn. For example, for the cumulative reaction of ml3 the equilibrium and the corresponding constant will be written as, so if the reaction is m plus 3l from the complex ml3 in that case the concentration of ml3 whole divided by the concentration of M multiplied by the cubic of the concentration of L and this is equal to as I said for the beta kf1 kf2 kf3 and this is equal to finally beta3 note that beta 1 the same as kf 1 although the beta 0 has no physical meaning for mathematical convenience the reason why will be apparent in the next section beta 0 is taken to be 1 in a metal ligand system containing ml and various mln species the sum of the concentration of all the metal species including the free metal often called the ideal concentration of the metal and it is typically designated by cm and is given by cm that means capital c subscript capital m is equal to the concentration of m plus concentration of ml plus concentration of ml2 Plus the concentration of ML3 and so on, you have to add up to the concentration of MLn. So this is readily expanded to how the CM then concentration of M plus beta1 multiplied by the concentration of M and L again you have to add beta 2 multiplied by the M concentration of M and square of the concentration of L and so on up to beta N multiplied by concentration of M multiplication of the nth part of the concentration of L That means beta n within third bracket m within third bracket l to the power n. And in this way, the cm is equal to if you take the concentration of m, it is common for all adding portions. So you have to take common the concentration of m. In this case, within bracket one plus beta 1 multiplied by constant L plus beta 2 multiplied by the square of the concentration of L and so on up to plus beta n multiplied by nth of the concentration of L and should we consider beta 0 to be 1 then ultimately, the general equation Cm is equal to concentration of m, summation bottom i is equal to 0, top i is equal to n, and then summation beta i Li. One fraction. That of the free metal ion denoted alpha M, alpha subscript capital N, and it is of frequent interest and it will be readily realized from the above equation. In the same way, the alpha M is equal to the concentration of M divided by Cm, and then it is equal to summation beta I. L to the power i and summation the bottom is i is equal to 0 and top i is equal to n that means summation from i0 to i n and whole to the power minus 1. Since the concentration of m can thus also be expressed as concentration of m is equal to cm whole divided by within first brackets summation beta i, L to the power i and summation from i0 to iN. The concentration of any other species such as ML can also be readily calculated as beta i multiplied by concentration of M multiplied by L to the power i.